I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Why do you go on to call them? And this is just a little one-line spoiler. Is prone dick energy. <laughs> Please say you made a t-shirt then and wore it. It's coming. It's coming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week, I am joined by none other than Scouse Legend and star <laughs> of the latest series of maps. It's Thomas, everybody! Woo! How are you, Petal? I'm absolutely marvellous. How are you? I just got so excited there when I sort of said that because honestly, mate, I have been talking about, I've been obsessed with maths. For, so for anyone who has been living under a rock and doesn't know the abbreviation, maths is, of course, married at first sight, UK. Um, not that long ago, Tom, we had Mel Schilling. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I was watching, yeah. She's Grace. Isn't she so lovely? Yeah, she's marvellous. Do you find her a little bit intimidating? At first, I think because you've watched Sosa Marries of Face Sites Australia for so many years. I mean, what she's been doing it for 10 years. She's yeah. just got this powerful presence, hasn't she? Yeah, and that's like, it. Sexy. She's like that sexy woman that you just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do, yeah, I suppose you do. Intimidated probably is a good word, but not in like a fearful way in like yeah. a... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like when I've said that to you, what's come to my head is that TikTok where it's like, am I intimidating or are you intimidated? And I think it's fucking <laughs> yeah, very yeah. fair. Like, I'm actually just intimidated. Like, yeah. she, and it's not like I said it to her and afterwards I totally regretted it because she proper holds you on your bullshit, doesn't she? So she's like, well, yeah, what absolutely. do you mean by that? And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> what I mean is she has her shit together. She's sexy and confident and mm. articulate and strong and like knows what she wants to say and says it and I just think those are all things I completely admire in a woman and oh, when, I, when I was faced with them I was just like fuck I don't know whether I want to fucking hide or shag you yeah exactly <laughs> and there's no like she's such a strong woman and was so inspired by these strong women as I mean as a gay man as well we the gay icons of the gay world are women who are strong you know, so yeah. it's, it's that type of woman who makes you just feel powerful. Yeah. So I'm so pleased you love her as much as I do. She did amazingly well. And honestly, it made me think, fuck, I'm going to start watching this. So I yeah. have. And I'm only, I'm so, there's so many episodes. I know. Honestly, I, I sat down the other night and I was like, it's only just started. How's there already 10 episodes? Fucking hell. Yeah. So I'm struggling to keep up. I've seen your wedding. Yeah. You looked amazing, babe. Congratulations. So I mean, ha- right. First of all, first questions first. Mm. What made you want to apply for the show? Do you know what, Vicky? I just think 
when you're on these apps and you'll probably know this yourself and you're the opener to a conversation is a picture of someone's asshole it's not the most welcoming <laughs> it's not the most friendly greeting is it to be honest with you and then I just think well how the fucking hell am I supposed to respond to that what sort of greeting do you so, give back to that I don't know where you go from an asshole. Like no. well, well, usually it's either a penis or an arsehole or then something really weird, like someone who's sitting in like an adult-sized nappy. <gasps> like that's also weird shit that goes on. Tom, what apps are you on, babes? Yeah, but this is just granted. This is just standard granted. <laughs> this, this is this is just one of the mill. This is just the you know top-rated downloadable gay app granted. This is not like. This is not fetishist for you. <laughs> Babes, I'm not fucking surprised you married a stranger. I think I married not. a stranger if that's that was my option. to all other opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. So obviously you decide. And what was the casting process like? Because I imagine it was quite rigorous because obviously it's a super popular show. It's massive mm. in Australia. It's becoming huge yeah. here. I bet you there was, and I know just from like, being sort of in my 30s and having some friends be single in their 30s, that there's loads of people that are fed up with the dating scene and looking and are quite, I'd say, as I go as far as say, quite desperate to just find the person that they're meant to be with and be in love. So I reckon there was loads of people applied. Was it quite a rigorous process? Apparently, record-breaking. <gasps> According to the, yeah, record-breaking numbers applied. And I think for me, um, the process seemed to go quite smoothly because I literally went into it thinking, right, I've sort of conformed to society for years and tried to be like so quote-unquote masculine or tried to sort of dim myself down a bit to attract men. But if you put an act up, you can't keep it up. So yeah, you, you can end up in these relationships where you're not being genuine, they're not being genuine. So I just went in and thought, right, I'm going to be myself. Went through it, personality tests, psych evaluations, all of that good stuff. And when they when I got the call that they'd found me a match, I was like, you are fucking joking me. And then I thought, <laughs> this is not good. Something's going to happen here now between this and the wedding. Something's going to happen. And then there I am, getting married to a stranger. Yeah. It's so mad that you said that you spent years trying to be something you weren't. Because when I look at you, when I seen you on the show, like mm. when I watched your sort of like introduction bit, I just mm. thought, here's a fella who's always known who he was. Yeah. And like has been really comfortable with that, and like didn't matter if anyone wasn't accepting, he knew who he was, and he was just mm. going to remain true. But you've really struggled mm. with it, have you? Absolutely. Oh. And I think at home, I've always been accepted by my family, and you've seen me mother on the show. She oh, was a, your no. mom is the best. I love no. her. So, in family wise, always accepted, always loved. But you know, I come out when I was fifteen, so I've been out for what sixteen years, and I've seen times change massively. And I think looking at like teenagers these days the way they live so openly it's inspired me these young queer people who are living in their truth and I thought fuck this if I go on this platform I'm going to be my authentic queer self mm. and to be honest the show and the acceptance and the guidance and all of that from the experts and the producers has let me flourish into the person that I am now so you know what now I don't give a fuck and mm. I really am as queer as I can possibly be <laughs> Do you know what though, babe? So you should be. Like you're absolutely, absolutely beautiful person. And like oh, thank you. I'm so frustrated that I haven't managed to watch all of the episodes because from what I've seen, I've kind of jumped around. So initially you burst on, you are bald as brass, you are, you know, 
in everybody's faces. You were very like unapologetically you. But I feel like I've skipped, right? Because I was so fascinated to find out how you were getting on before today's pod. And I've watched a couple like more recent ones. And I think you're growing and evolving and going on like such a beautiful journey on there. Like who I'm seeing in the more recent ones, I'm like, who is this fucking man? Like you literally, you're transforming, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that what it was, was you get, as you know yourself, when you're in relationships and things and you hate and you cheated on or whatever the case might be, you put your guards up and you're like, don't trust anyone in your face, post a call, it's to go defence, defence, defence. Once I found that Adrian was a trustworthy husband, partner, whatever you want to call it, um, that guard comes down and then that let me sort of calm down a bit and he was patient and kind and all of them sorts of things. So yeah, I definitely did have a lot of self-development throughout the process. And you know, that that is something I can absolutely relate to. Like Jesus Christ, I've spent the last five years of my life apologising for things I did like 10 years ago and stuff. Mm. And Mm. it was because I was put in a position that I'd never been in before on a TV show and I didn't really have the tools to navigate the new space I was in I'd had like probably loads of like unresolved anger trauma whatever and I just felt when I ever felt defensive or attacked I that was my I would be loud and aggressive that was my I thought if I'm like this and I put up this boundary no one can hurt me yeah I and I feel like I totally relate to potentially how you are probably feeling at first definitely definitely and I think you know you're a woman as well. You're part of a minority. You're part of the. You don't have that male privilege, so people naturally treat women with a double standard anyway. So anything a man does, if that a woman does the same, it's treated totally different. So you would always be the the worst off as opposed to someone else who might do it who was a man. Yeah. So it's it's one of them, isn't it? And I think. You, you know, we've all been through things in our life, but it's relative. If you feel like shift from something that's that big, that wouldn't bother me. It's it's one of them. It's, you know, everyone's got their own trauma, pain, and we just how we work through it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, I mean, you're so right. And that's a very, like, evolved and understanding thing to say. God, you, <laughs> you can tell. Mel- I'm still a fucking crank. <laughs> Oh, well, it's so good. You know, I was so excited to have you on, like, apart from the fact that I'm clearly obsessed with maths. Do you know I went to John Moore's, Liverpool John Moore's? You never. Yeah, babe. So I spent three years living in Liverpool, and honestly, they were, like, some of the best years of my life. Now, Liverpool is just a city in into itself. It's similar, really, to, to Newcastle. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, you know, rough as ourselves and we all come together <laughs> and, you know, it, there's a, a great sense of community in both the cities and we love you and you love us. And I think it's just, yeah. No, yeah. I absolutely like agree with you wholeheartedly. And I remember thinking like, I just want to, obviously when you're 18, your thought process is like, it's not quite as, so if I was no. making the decision now, I'd be like, oh, I want to go to the best uni because I want to get the best degree because I want to get the best job. But back then it was like, where is the best night out and where do I fancy really? with the accent? So I was yeah. like, I'm going to Liverpool. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And as well, I did sort of think, you know, oh my God, like Newcastle's one of the best nights out in the city. I need to find somewhere that can give it a run for its, in the world, sorry, give it a run for its money. And Liverpool certainly oh, did yeah. me. So oh, are we a similar age, Tom? I'm 34. How old are you? 31. Okay, so sort of similar. So right, did you go to Garland's? Oh, God, yeah. Of course I did. I, I can't remember leaving Garland's half the time. And usually when you come out, you'd see, like, your mum's mate on the way to work and be like, <laughs> oh, <yeah." laughs> And you'd be like that, trying to get a taxi at the side of the street. Just, like, glitter down your face. <laughs> yeah, glitter, snort, space, everything. You'd be like, mm, where am I? One shoe on only. <laughs> oh, no, no shoes on? No shoes, no knickers. And... <laughs> And bits of stale ale and kebab down your top. Honestly, I had such a good time. I'm trying to think where else I went. So we'd go garlands on a Thursday. And then like, if we didn't feel like the night out was over, which quite frankly, it really always was. We just weren't willing to let go. No, we'd absolutely. Dumble across into um, G-Bar. G-Bar. Yeah, G-Bar. Oh, God, G-Bar is the centre of Liverpool's after party. That's yeah. where everything goes down, isn't it? It's just, it's oh, your feet stick to the floor. It's yeah. one of those classic, fabulous, you get, you've got some 100-year-old drag queen in the booth. You know, it's just, it's the, it's amazing. It's the, it's amazing. And honestly, oh. I knew you were going to share all of my excitement and stuff because you mentioned on the show, like, you are so proud to be Scouse and, like, Absolutely. So, much, so much of a big part of who you are. How did it feel when, obviously, you met your husband and he was Scouse but had moved away? Did you feel a bit, like, a bit shocked? Was that, like, was that hard for you to get your head around? Because you're just Liverpool I from think I, when I got heard, like, a twang of his accent, I thought, oh, he's a Scouse But then he talked like this and I thought... <laughs> Hold on, our accent is like cement with metal underneath it. You can't break it. So why are you talking like that? And I thought, what are you talking like that for? And, but that first, and I think as he was around me more, his accent becomes stronger again. But to me, I thought I could move to fucking Beirut and my accent wouldn't change. So I didn't get it. And I'm very Liverpool and proud. So it is, it is. It's one of them things. I was a bit like, mm. but yeah. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I can. I always thought my accent was going to go nowhere, and I was like proud Geordie, and I still consider myself to have a very strong accent. But I went on a, a podcast the other week um, with a fellow who's still living in the northeast, and he was like, "You've definitely your accent has definitely softened." I think it sort of happens subconsciously sometimes, Probably, even when you don't yeah. want it to, just because you need everyone else to understand you, don't you? Well, fuck them. They don't understand <laughs> me. They can put subtitles up, can't they? <laughs> 
<laughs> I remember the first show I did after Geordie show was called Judge Geordie. Um, and it was MTV. And it was, oh, I remember that. Do you yeah. remember? And I used to yeah, drive yeah. up and down the country solving everyone's <laughs> problems. And it was yeah. mad stuff. Like me fellas addicted to porn or I felt them fall on the wimmy <laughs> hamster. It was always weird shit. They were brilliant. But then my driver, my mate, was a fella from Liverpool, a lovely lad called Alex Cannon. And I and his accent is strong. And I remember yeah. the first time we saw the show and he subtitled us. And I was thinking, you fucking sly bastards. You know, I know, but do you know what? It is true because do you know when I post TikToks, obviously TikTok's a universal platform. Yeah. There's people from like all over the world commenting underneath saying, are these Scottish, these people? Are these Irish, these people? And I'm thinking, are you fucking joking? <laughs> It, it is what it is, I suppose. It is, babe. You know, and like we've established we're not changing for anyone, so keep doing oh, it. Oh, no, we're not. When I put up on my Instagram that I that we're having you on the pod today, yeah. everyone was so excited. But I got a, a question of, it, it appeared, it popped up quite a lot. And mm-hmm. that was, did how do you, how have you reacted to the editing of the show, in particular the earlier episodes? Like, do you think you been done an injustice like yeah. was it a hard pill to swallow or we just like actually no that's me and I've got to fucking take it on the ship <laughs> you know what you've got to remember with these things is even though you might not like that that's been shown those words they don't they can't edit that coming out your mouth you've said it so you know you it's there's no false narrative created you condense in a 15-hour filming day with eight eight couples filming down to one hour yeah. It's not just you sitting there having a conversation. So no, it you've got to know what you're going into. You're putting yourself out there. You know, not everyone's going to like you. You could be Princess Diana. Not everyone's going to like you. Yeah. That's just the way it is. And I think, no, I don't feel like there's been an injustice done by the editor. I lived it. And for me, no, I accept everything. Even if it comes out and I'm the most hated fucking person in Britain, I'm not going to blame the editor. No. Okay. Hello. <laughs> is this Milo? Are you going to see? Has he got a question? <laughs> question from the fluffy boy at the back. Oh. I think he's heard his daddy coming home, at least. He's heard oh. um, mate, you know, like, I obviously started in reality TV, didn't I? Still love reality TV, clearly. Mm-hmm. But it took me something like 10 years to be, to be that accepting. To be that, you know, as like to hear to be as mature as you are now. And obviously, granted, I was like 21 or whatever when I first started it, but yeah. it's mad how how quick you've just understood it all. And I think like if I could have just got to that thought process sooner rather than looking to blame others and you know being mm. really angry and stuff, I would have had mm. a probably a lot of like a much better time. So yeah. like well done basically is what I Well I'm I think to. as well you know I'm 31 now I've said said and done a lot of things in my life that I would apologize for by all means. But you know being being funny and taking the piss out of people and all that is part of my day-to-day life. I didn't self-edit. I said what I wanted and they've put it in or they haven't put it in. And that's entirely up to them. They've got to create a TV show and they've done a fucking good job of it. Oh, have they not? I'm obsessed. And it's in broken records. So I'm just, it has. It's broken records. And, you know, I just think, just ride the wave or yeah. don't. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not personally going to say the adjective did, did me dirty because they never. That's I right. fucking said it, right? <laughs> I fucking called me. And that's what it is. <laughs> right. So let, let's just rewind it back. 
the first moment you saw Adrian. How did you feel? Really? Horrified. <laughs> right. What is your type properly? Right. So uh, let's. So I'll tell you it like this. This is probably an easy way to explain it. When they ask you what your preference is, they ask you what a celebrity crush would be. Uh-huh. Now I said these are the three that I give. <laughs> Idris Elba. <laughs> <laughs> Elba, um, Omari Hardwick from Power. Yeah. Or, I think the last one was Michael B. Jordan. Now, if you can tell me that whatever there is any similarities between Adrian and those men, I will eat my fucking hat. Oh, God. Of so basically, Mel just woke up and shows violence then, didn't she? I think Mel has gone like this. <laughs> in the physical sense, in the emotional sense, we obviously, uh, as you've seen in the most recent episodes, our relationship has definitely developed. And I think what the experts do is they give you what you need rather than what you'd actually ask for. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And that's it sometimes. Like, you know, obviously I didn't meet Erkan on a dating show or whatever else, but right when we first started going out, I'd obviously had this really public big breakup, hadn't I? Mm. Every dating show wanted us. So they wanted us for um, First Dates Hotel, they wanted us for Celebs Go Date, and like, and they were chopping big money at us as well, you know, and I was thinking, fucking hell, like, I've only just started dating this lad. Like, he was auditioning for Love Island last year. Like, am I mad? Should I be doing these things? But in the end, I, I decided that I was going to stay true. I thought there's something worth pursuing with Erkan. And obviously, Absolutely. I was so right because he's fucking the best. But um, I remember thinking, like, he is nothing like I'd pick for myself. Like, what are you doing? Obviously, he's gorgeous, mate, you know? He but is. he's calm. He's like, he's not very loud. He's quite quiet. He's all these things. And he's like the polar opposite of everything I'd gone mm. for in a fella before, mm. you know? I'd gone for loud, yeah. like, a bit obnoxious, like very opinionated. I thought it had to be all these things to deal with me, you know? And yeah. actually, actually, everything I didn't think I needed was everything yeah. I really exactly. did. And that's, it, it's mad. I've, I've, we've, we came to that naturally, you know, but these experts, they're not daft, Tom. They're not daft. They're, they're experts not for a reason. So I know Adrian I'm, is not Idris Elba. Absolutely fucking not, then. <laughs> But he's obviously got really amazing qualities that you did need. Absolutely amazing qualities, yeah. (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. I didn't think I was ever going to stop laughing after that. But please, (laughs) can I have you back in part two? I'm going to get there. I'm going to get a bit of an update on how you guys are doing now and get the goss on your other topic. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.